Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. The number one lie people tell you about commercial real estate in this current market is not what you think. Join me for this podcast as I share with you what I consider are the number one lies in commercial real estate that the market is telling you, potentially your friends, your colleagues, or your mentors are telling you because they're just not informed. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant. And today I'm actually going to give you the three biggest lies in the market about commercial property. Now, there's many, many different naysayers out there and there's still people go, oh, look, it's too risky or it's too high maintenance, too expensive. Now, those are just assumptions, right? But I want to share with you the three biggest lies the market is telling you or perhaps you're telling yourself or perhaps other people are telling you because they simply don't know and they simply haven't been in the market and haven't invested in commercial real estate, right? So, you know, in any real estate when you invest, whether it's residential or commercial, you're going to have have properties that don't have capital growth. You're going to have properties that didn't grow over time, didn't really bring the cash flow wanted. You're going to have those mistakes no matter what it is, but you can't make an assumption about commercial property. And number one, the biggest lie that people talk about in commercial property is that it's got no capital growth. And that's absolutely false. Absolutely. Now, capital growth can only be looked at in hindsight. And what do I mean by that is that it only happens when you sell a property. So, you know, three, five, seven years down the track when you sell a property. So just to give you a little snapshot, I bought my first property in North Sydney in Sydney for three hundred. 60,000 in 2012, right? Bought that. In fact, that's detailed in my book exactly how I went through the, the process and also the returns in terms of cash flow and everything else. But we sold that in 2021. And I said, we, has been not. We sold that in 2021 for 1050000 Now we picked up a roughly about $19,000 a year in passive income from that property from day one. Obviously, there's obviously we went through some COVID times. We went through some times when we had new tenants, we gave them rental relief. But on average, that $19,000 a year for the last nine years we owned it. So in hindsight, there absolutely is capital growth and absolutely there is rental growth. And of course, there is the stability of the tenancy as well, depending where you buy. Now that takes me to number two, the biggest lie that people tell you is that commercial property is about, people talk about, oh, location, location, location. They basically transition what they believe in residential into commercial. And they go, oh, you need to chase location. Well, I really like this because it's on a corner block. I really don't like this because it's the warehouse, there's the battle axe in the back of it. Or like, oh, I just don't think the area, it's gentrified much. I don't think I like the area. It's not about location in commercial property. And that's just the whole thing of transitioning your residential mindset into commercial. And you've got to get rid of that because if you really want to be successful, you've got to look at what people are assessing commercial property on. And it's not about location, it's about tenant. So instead of location, 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 we're looking at tenant, tenant, tenant. It's not what people think, oh yes, we need to have our brand name and tenant like a cash converters, noodle box, or we need to have a subway, or we need to have like an ASX listed company. It's not that. It's actually about how the tenant fits into your property and how diverse is that property for other tenants. So when I talk about tenant, 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 it's the tenant that is now today that's in there. Are they suitable to be there now? Are they paying a good rent to be there? Is the rent over market or below market? Are the tenant happy? Have they installed their equipment? Are they a longevity tenant? The next level about tenant is who else can come in here? Who else does this property suit? If it's an office space, can I divide a large space into two or three spaces and have better tenant? Can I have a ground floor retail space that goes from a dentist to a hairdresser to a cafe or to a government NDIS tenant? What can I do with other tenants in this building or with this asset? How versus is the asset how much does my tenant or my future tenant gonna love this property and of course the final thing about tenant is what is the other people around
around in your area or supporting this particular property. So what is the other tenants? When we talk about three tenant, 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 we're talking about the current tenant, we're talking about future tenant, we're talking about other tenants supporting your tenant. Other tenants helps you to keep the rate per square meter in terms of your rent up. And if that area is gentrified and there's very little vacancies, there's a lot of owner occupiers, it's all so the demand in that area in terms of having like say white collar tenants or particular type of trades, you're going to be able to easily get another tenant in a short space of time that is very similar because that's what the demographic is demanding and that's where it's congregated and it's tracking that type of tenant, which means that you can get, if not the same rent, but more in the future, which is again, really, really important. So your tenant, 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 instead of location, location, location. And then finally, finally, the number three thing that is a total myth and a big lie in the market, everyone believes this and everyone's sitting around waiting for it and you shouldn't do this because if you do, you're going to realize in six months, 12 months time, when the interest rate comes down, you actually are no better off. And that is people believing that they need to sit out because the returns in commercial is going to change as the interest rate rise. It hasn't. It won't because the demand is so strong. Now, commercial property is not traded on interest rate. When the interest rate goes up, it makes no difference to how people trade commercial property. When the rates go down, it makes no difference. People are getting into commercial property because firstly, they transition into retirement and the bank is not going to lend them any more money from residential, but they can still lend them money on commercial. But secondly, it's going to give you cash flow from day one. A lot of people have got cash out there buying these commercial property in key areas where they're going to get that stability and the constant cash flow coming in for retirement. Plus, as a, a third thing, diversification. A lot of young people are now jumping into the market, getting into commercial property so much sooner. And as a result of that, instead of it thinking, oh, well, the returns are going to change and it has to change because Townsville was trading at 6.5% when the interest rate's at 3 and today it's probably moved to about 7%, but the interest rate's at 65 Well, if you looked at 30 interest rate rises at half a percent change in returns, it ain't very much. So instead of sitting on the sidelines, you've got to take action because later on, when the interest rate drops to five and a half percent, what you're going to see is that that seven percent yielding property tax will go to six and a half. You're still clearing your margin, but except now you're paying more. So do you want to pay more for the same property in two years' time or now? And it's the same when we look at areas of the Gold Coast. We look at areas in Sydney and Melbourne. They're going at about six percent or less, and Gold Coast was at five and a half to six percent in industrial probably five and a half. And when the interest rate is at three, 3.5, and today the interest rate is above what you get in your return. I know counterintuitively, it doesn't make sense. You're like, why would people buy commercial property when it's going to be negative? Well, they know that they're going to buy it because they've got a strategy. When you have a strategy, it doesn't matter if you're negative, you know, $50, $100 at the front end per week for the first six months or 12 months. But it absolutely makes a difference if you are going to get a $10,000 or $20,000 cash flow when the interest rate drops and also an uplift of 10 to 15% in terms of the value of your property. So when people say the yields or the return are going to change, they have to change because of the interest rate, absolutely wrong. Commercial property is traded on demand and supply. And right now there's three times as much demand for a supply. So you're not going to get that type of uh, changes in terms of return. So buy now so that you can reap the benefits in six or 12 months. Time. Have a longer view of your investment, a two-year view for commercial and a five-year view in terms of residential. So hopefully those three big lies that people are telling you in this market, this video is going to help you demystify that. Of course, there's a lot more about maintenance, stability of tenant and locations and also the purchase price and expense. There's lots and lots of other things, but you know, you can always join one of my events, my challenges, information are below in this video, which is going to explain and help you demystify those things. But really importantly, remember those three things. There's absolutely capital growth in commercial property. So anybody who hasn't had it, who don't know and telling you there isn't, they haven't done it. They don't know what to buy, where to buy to get that capital growth. Number two is that location, location, location is replaced by tenant, 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 tenant that is now, tenant that's in the future, and the tenants that surround the current property. And then finally, interest rates and 
and yields or returns on commercial property is not related. It's not related because commercial property is traded on supply and demand. The higher the supply and lower the demand, the more you get in return. But the more there is demand, which is what it is now in the current market, the returns are not stopping. They're actually compressing. If you look at the last auction results, some of the yields or returns are compressing at the moment. So if you want someone to help you and guide you and really know what's going on in the market, because we're seeing people buying 4% in Townsville, 3% in Melbourne, 6% in Harvey or 6% in Sydney. Where is it? Where should you be benchmarking? Where should you be looking at for your first commercial property deal? So reach out to us, helen at unicorn.com.au or check us out unicorn.com.au. Really, there's plenty of things to learn about commercial property, but let us guide you and handhold you and support you through your commercial property journey. So hopefully that has been really enlightening and you have learnt what the biggest lies are in commercial real estate out there. It's one thing to believe the market is another thing to do your own research to fully understand what you're looking at and to look at case studies, other people's journeys and believe in cold hard evidence. Look at the history, look at what the market is doing, learn from other people who've done it and learn from mentors or join a community and watch other people and the like-minded people achieve results you want to. So the best way for us here at Unicorn and for Helen Tarrant to help you is help you build a strategy and it's all about building that strategic planning session. So you learn the blueprint to creating financial freedom, followed by building your property profile, followed by implementing the strategy for your first property. Combine those three things together, you become unstoppable and you overcome the lies in the market of a commercial real estate. I look forward to helping you create a cash flow rich portfolio through commercial property. All you have to do is find out more about what we do, jump on our website, click the link below, buy our book, loads and loads of things where you can find out the true information about commercial real estate. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.